Love Gurus podcast is starting now. The Love Gurus are comics that bring comedic wisdom to the savages asking bizarre relationship questions on the internet. Your hosts are Suzanne Leah Shepard and Jake Vevra. I am the Love Gurus pet robot Cassandra. I love you. Oh, Cassandra the robot. God damn it, Sangria. Really? Right when we start? Oh, I'm going to murder that dog. Sangria, I will sell you to Michael Vick so he can create some sort of like uh, miniature dog fighting league for kids or something. She just you know? so, she's just so excited the podcast started. She just she was like, listen, you guys never invite me to be a guest. I'm going to make my voice heard. Sangria, you better be excited about the podcast starting and only excited about the podcast Yeah, I brought starting. beef jerky with me, but not to share. I mean, sure. I, you know, yeah, yeah. No. No, I hear you, man. That's um, uh, yeah, a little present that someone on the on the MTA gave you. That's you, right. were, yeah. you were like, <laughs> yeah, entry. give me that beef jerky. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, he, you know, that dog loves beef jerky or beef anything or any kind of jerky for that matter. Um, does it doesn't matter. It's made of rats. Does get, doesn't matter. Yeah, dog yeah. just loves jerky. Yeah, mm-hmm. loves it smoke. Well, yeah. To be fair to her breed, though, if they didn't, there's no way they would have survived this long. You know, if you're if you're yeah. a chihuahua and you aren't yeah. into some yeah, the, festered rat meat, you're not gonna yeah, make it. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you're yeah, a dog the, on Yelp. You uh, you you know, <laughs> you have yeah. a short lifespan. Yeah. yeah. The ten ten pound canine in the in the woods that only eats like you, you know rib roast. Uh, I mean, they just they go hungry. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got it. You, you're a scavenger breed. That's yeah. that's what you do. You can't you, be you a, eat anything. A picky vegetarian. It just doesn't. No. It doesn't work. Right. No. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can only eat so many tomatoes. You need some sustenance yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. That that dog. Um. You know, she she does what she can do. But uh, uh, today on the show, <laughs> hilarious guest, returning guest, hilarious stand-up so comic. The one, the only Jonathan Siegel. Thank yeah. you for being on the show, buddy. Yes. Hey, happy to be here. Yes, absolutely. Happy me. to have you. Um, and let me introduce our usually fifth member, but uh, today we're, we're doing three people on this podcast, plus the unofficial fourth member today, the White Wine. We are starting with some Castle Garcia Vino Verde. Mm. Uh, I think we've had it before, but it's good, man. It's it's a, it's, it's fairly cheap, but it's it's from Port- Portugal, and uh, they they tend to have really good white wine. That's that that doesn't break the bank. So yeah. definitely, listeners, get you some Portuguese white wine, and um, it's yeah. funny. It's also it's it's C A S A L, not C A S T L E Garcia. Ca- really, Cas- Casal Garcia, not Castle Garcia. Well, I think mm. Casal might be Portuguese Is it not, for castle. Not quite a full castle. Maybe it's like an in between, like a mini castle, but it's, not quite a it's, house. It's, it's like, like a, it's got like big a rooms. Level like castle. Casal. But castle. there's no there's no walls. Or something, <laughs> you know, no big walls. Yeah. It's just yeah, like it's a like really like cool the, the looking car, brick house. The, the carport of castles. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Or maybe, maybe what it is is it's two castles that are put together like a duplex or something. Oh, sure, right, sure, sure. Right. When you know, when London got a little bit bigger, a little more cramped, and and the Queen was like, "We need two more castles." But we don't have room for castles. I know what about to castle, and yeah. and that's how that's just how it went. Castle is the side house that you rent out. Yeah, it's, it's the Airbnb of. Well, uh-huh. that's and that's where. Um, it's where Meghan Markle lives now. Yeah, in a well, castle. I was I was gonna say who was the guy that uh, acquitted OJ, that lied for OJ. Uh, Johnny Ke- Cochran? Oh no, uh, no uh, Cato. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cato, Cato would live in a uh, in a castle. Yeah. OJ gets the castle. Cato gets the castle. I, I like that. That's a good. I think I think that's. I, I, I figured yeah. it out. I just looked it up in Webster. Yep. That's how I'm they define updating it. Updating Wikipedia now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. OJ's in the castle. 
Kato's and the Casal. <laughs> That's how it goes. But uh, without further ado, are you guys ready for your first question of the week? First question. Yeah. All right, first question on the Love Gurus podcast. People, if you have a question you would like to write to the Love Gurus, write it to Love Gurus podcast at yahoo.com. First question. Is it weird that I get turned off by men who don't have moms? Is it weird that I don't want to date men that don't you have... You dumb motherless fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm not sleeping with you. Is it weird that I don't want to date men that don't have families or at least a mom in their life, such as a dead mom or a mom they don't speak with anymore? Is that unusual? Please be honest with the best answer. So she's saying she doesn't want a dead mom or, or just not strange. She, she gets... She, uh, well, she, she says she gets turned turned off by... by Okay, is it weird that I get turned off by men who don't have moms? And then she's saying, and then is it weird that I don't want to date guys who don't have families or at least a mom in their life? So basically, she she she, she wants to fuck mama's boys, is what she's uh, saying. Oh, yeah, 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 uh-huh. I don't know. I feel like this is, you'd think it'd be the other way around. Like where, you know, if there was some guy that lost his mother in a very tragic accident or something, it'd be like, oh, wow, like that would... Sure. Like a bonding thing. Well, that's why I was asking for this distinction because I feel like there's a, in, in terms of her being concerned for some reason, I think there's a big difference between lost the mother in tragic accident and just don't talk to her because they've disowned me for being a junkie or, or, or I've disowned her for being a junkie. Yeah. Or she drank her ass off for nine months and that's why I kind of look like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Not that I'm projecting. Not that I'm projecting onto my mother. But God damn it, Mom. The, it was the 80s. People knew not to drink when they were pregnant the in 83. What the fuck is wrong with you, you animal? No other reasons people get Mom, yeah. you get a pass for smoking in the 80s, not for drinking, you fucking animal. Anyway. Yeah. Well, so I, yeah. I wrote this question. Everybody knew. <laughs> this is your question. <laughs> I, you like Suzanne? What do you think? <laughs> Dear Suzanne, what do you think? This yeah. It's like uh, instead of doing any sort of talk therapy or something, Jake just writes his own questions into the yeah, podcast right, right. and then we cycle like, analyze He's like, that. hey, there's a pretty good question that just got posted now 15 <laughs> minutes ago. Maybe you want to check it out. It's, it's yeah. sad. I mean, if I'd ever been to a therapist that wasn't court ordered, they would, they would say that it's a problem. But uh, I haven't. So yeah. um, it, it never comes up. I, I don't know. See, okay. Uh, have I ever dated someone who was estranged or... Do you know, I think that I've dated... Every single person I've dated has had two parents that they still have relationships with. So maybe that's my bag. I don't know. Or I'm trying to think. I mean, there's so many, you see. <laughs> <laughs> do you need a pen and paper? <laughs> oh, God. We're not, we don't have time for that. But I don't know. I think it... it I don't think it's weird, but if you want someone who definitely has a mom or some sort of family structure, you know, typically those people are capable of having better relationships probably. So maybe mm. that would, mm -hmm. you know, cause yeah. you to be like, I will maybe give my vagine to you. Yeah. Maybe there's a part of her that just goes, you know, rather than the guys pulling the stunts, I would like to be with a guy who knows how to respect their mother. This is assuming it's a respectful relationship, right? Yeah. So she's probably from that kind of household. Yeah. And and she is she did it say where she was from? No, this is this is a pretty short question. That's really the only detail that we have. Hmm. You know, she could be she no idea the age, you know. Maybe she's asexual. <laughs> what, her? 
<laughs> why why yep. would she be asexual? Right. She, yeah, she she, so, no, I think that's an excellent point. She's like, why am I only attracted to men who have good relationships with their mother? Yeah. As in, you mean those people that live in their mother's basement and don't have real lives and also are asexual? I don't know. I mean, like, do asexual people, you know, like what's if, if, if there are two asexual people together? I'm lumping a guy with less than 200 comic books in his bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> she only wants just nerdy mama's boys in, their, yeah, in the basement. I think she's so. got a very weird. How fucking cool would it be, you know, to get to just because people have like fetishes and stuff, and I've never been one of those people that have that fucking thing to where I need to suck toes. No, but, oh, like but here, I've, ne I've never had. I got stuff I I like, but nothing I could consider a fetish. How cool would it be to just have a your fetish? is specifically something that's really easy to get. You know, just sad, nerdy guys that can't get laid. Boom. You know what I mean? You got that. You got that. That's an easy, that's a layup. There's a ton of those guys waiting for you. But I think I think that that's definitely a movie, and I can't think of it, right? But it's like, it, you know, it's like one of those typical movies where it's like, you know, the girl's like super hot, yeah. and she falls in love with someone who looks like Seth Rogen. You know what I right. mean? Like, where it's like, in in that reality, or like um like Kevin James, you know, always has yeah. like these hot co-stars, and it's like, are you fucking kidding? Right. Like, anyway, um, but yeah, I don't know. I would it, there'd be something nice to like. It, there's a part of me that the older I get, the more I do do wish I would have just lived in my dad's basement for the rest of my life. I don't sure. know why I moved out. Less mm. rent. Yeah, yeah, less rent. Just less pressure in life. Yeah. I mean, what am I really? What have I really accomplished with all of these quote-unquote goals and dreams? I I should have just stayed in my dad's. Basement. Yeah, but you got to fake a mental illness. So like, while you're eating dinner with oh. him, every now and then just start have have a quick conversation with someone who's not there, and then right. go back to dinner, yeah. go back to talking to him, and you, you know, yeah. it's a lot of food wasted too. You got to lock knock a lot of things over. It's just right. you know, if that if that agitates you, it's just it's you know, it's tormenting. Mm, yeah. The maintenance. Yeah. Well, but yeah. but if but if you consider, okay, I do have to do that. But is that the equivalent of eight hours of work, a.k.a. what I would have to do if I if I had a job in that scenario? I mean, yeah, so. you would spend theoretically less than eight hours a day faking a mental illness. I yeah. don't think you'd have to spend eight full hours a day doing that. Yeah, because he, yeah. he's, he's spending eight hours a day working. Yeah. So it's just, you know, early you mornings normal and normal as fuck while he's at work. It's just while he happens to be home in between the times when he gets home from work and yeah. when he's to sleep. You just got to walk around doing something bad shit. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to. But who could you date at that time? Like, this, time, this is what you were doing. If you were, uh, yeah. you were a basement dweller, but that is the thing dating? is, is I guess that's a big trade-off. Is except for the lady that wrote this question, there's not a lot of women that like to fuck basement dwellers, and mm. I, you know, well, but a lot of basement dwellers are catfishers as well. So oh, they yeah. could go yeah. that route, uh -huh. and actually, they do get a lot of chicks because they've completely falsified their identity. I like the idea. See, that's a fun movie. That's a fun movie where it's a lady <laughs> like this who has a fetish for nerdy guys who like comic books and live in their mom's basement and some catfisher falls in love with her and he's like, oh man, I got to get this girl to like me. I got to pretend I got a job in my own apartment at 35, you know? And, I and, and, and then, but it turns out halfway through, she's like, oh, I would really love this guy if he was more of a fucking loser, you know, yeah. just a leech on society. But he's too much of a good guy. I can't get wet for this fucking upstanding citizen. Yeah. And, 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 you know, there's a weird shift halfway through where he's and he's really selling the lie better than he's ever sold it. But it's just turning her off so much because she's shallow, but in like a double negative kind of way. Mm. She only wants the losers, you know, yeah. whereas he's doing such a good job at faking a, a job. 
so to speak, that, he, that he's employed, yeah. that he's a good guy, that he doesn't murder cats. You know what I mean? Like, he's going and he's lying about all these things convincingly, but it's just totally turning her off. Well, I, like, think she's, I think she's double catfishing him because it sounds to me from the question like she's Jewish, right? Who's a boy out there that likes a good man? Sure. Hey, we, so are not, we, are, we are not into anti-Semitism or whatever. I'm just, I'm just doing a little uh, yeah, yeah. personality assessment. I'm just doing a little, you know, observational, you know. Unless, unless you're you know, Jewish, then you could be anti-Semitic as right? fuck. Isn't that the I think the twist is, <laughs> the twist is you could be anti-Semitic as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, you could wait, be anti-Semitic. So, okay, so wait, say, say your scenario. I think it gets to be, I think it gets to be anti-Semitic. I say, well, what what if she was a Muslim, right? Sure. What if, what if that's the thing, where she's she's Muslim, she, you know, uh, can't, uh, you know, I don't know where I'm going with this. She can't eat real bacon, right? She can't eat bacon. Yeah. Right? There's a bunch oh, of stuff all comic book about. nerds love bacon. That's yeah. not going to work out. That's, that's, that, 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 dude, yeah. What, yeah, that's they're why heavy. they're staying in their mom's basement, is because mom cooks yeah. bacon every morning. Even, yeah, good. the yeah. guys that live in their mom's basement, big, big consumers of pork products. Oh, every yeah. single one of them. Love yeah. them. I'm talking pork rinds, I'm talking pork belly, bacon, all of that stuff, the cured meats. They're very into it. They're very into it. Yeah, Most I mean, of their just, birthday gifts from their mothers mm. consist of PlayStation games and cured pork products. Yeah, it's like it's a, every day a ham sandwich with the crust cuts off, crusts cut off. That's, right. That's how they roll. Exactly. Even, I don't care. I don't care if the mother is like Orthodox Jewish, if they're Muslim, whatever. Like that nerd is sneaking the bacon on the side. He's like, <laughs> I even believe in this, this uh, religious book of, of whatever the fuck. But... Can't help it. I'm a nerdy mama's boy. I need my bacon, you know? I can't. <laughs> he's just, don't hate me, God. I'm eating the devil's fucking produce. And he's, you know, he's just going crazy, but he loves the bacon. You know what another fun movie out of this would be? <laughs> you know another funny is, is she, so she has the nerdy guy fetish. Yeah. But she's got a sister or a best friend who has the opposite guy fetish. You know what I mean? She loves a six pack and a guy who owns his own apartment in Midtown. You know? Oh, okay. And they have different, and they're going on double dates, but they each fall in love with each other's dates. You know what I mean? They they each see past the thing. Oh, they, so it's kind of like swingers for sisters, kind of. Yeah. Reality. And now they got to do a swaparoo, even though they're like, this isn't normally what I'm into. But you know, it's it could be like a like a. Sort of those early 20s age comedies. So to complete the swaparoo, they ask the guys to have a foursome, and then the guys both freak out. But then oh, they're each kind of complimented I'm sorry, this wasn't a comedy. This is going to be a porn. <laughs> I was thinking of a good porn. <laughs> this is a good porn. I've seen this yeah, porn. It's a good porn. I was, I was thinking, yeah, that it's like, they, like they're like they in a dark room, and like one of the sisters starts having sex, and she's like, wait a second, you're a lot bigger than my six-pack boyfriend. Turns out it's the comic book boyfriend, yeah. and vice versa. Big the other sister yeah. feels the other guy's six-pack, and she's like, oh, my God, disgusting. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, whoops. Right. right, right. It's yeah. it's it's like trading places, but with dongs. It's great. It was a very good. It was a compelling a lot of dark movie. Rooms. There was yeah. yeah, there was weird old guys betting each other a dollar that this would happen for some reason. You know, yeah. it was just like trading places, right. but with a whole lot of fucking and terrible acting. Yeah, terrible right. acting in all these porns. It's a it's a different version of the escape room that you would take your children to. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. It's a different yeah. a different room. That and you the fellas, they have a friend in common who's a bartender at the bar where they both go to drink. Right. Just yeah. have never crossed paths. Mm -hmm. There, yeah. Oh, there's all kinds yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It really, you know, it was such a good porn. 
I mean, you keep going after you blow your load. You know, and you're like, I gotta see how this fucking thing right. ends. You know? This is the kind you don't want to skip ahead. What yeah. the hell was that yeah. bartender doing there? I have to know. Yeah. I'm telling you, the whole two hours, I was riveted. I cleaned myself up, I made some popcorn, I finished the rest of that porn. <laughs> I'm, that porn should have won a fucking Oscar, but you know, the Academy and X-rated movies, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, I mean, the Academy, of course, is, is known for not picking diverse movies, including yeah. pornographic mm -hmm. films. And, you know, it's just... It's Hashtag Oscar so clothed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hashtag Oscar's not lubricated. <laughs> Hashtag Oscars ain't got no happy endings, yeah. you know? It's, it's not a hashtag that's caught on, but I'm still pumping it out there every no, day. I think, I think it's true, yeah. It's yes. like those, those Oscars voters, they only they only can come to Martin Scorsese and that's it. You know? Yeah, so. you shallow fucks. They got their fetishes too. It's Martin Scorsese doing mob movies, especially yeah. slow three and a half hours. Who do, you, who do you think is the top and who's the bottom out of Martin Scorsese and when he fucks Robert De Niro? When he fucks Robert De Niro? Um, I feel like De Niro would be the top. Mm, I, I think I think it's changed. I think it's changed. I think they switched. They've been a couple for They've such switched. a long time. Yeah. They go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're so old now. I think if either one topped or bottomed, they'd end up throwing the a back out Marty's or something. I think they just beat off next to each other while yeah. watching. Porn. Well, come to think of it, Marty's a big talker, so maybe he is the bottom. I always found it was like easier to talk underneath than it was to talk on top. I can't both be on top and talking at the same time. That's too much for me. I'm simple-minded, though. It's it's you know it's it's hard oh, to it's hard to have a conversation with uh, Martin Scorsese's dong in your mouth. I just don't um, like to talk people when I talk to people when I can't see their face. Sure, sure, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, you know. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, so, sometimes it works out better. I can pretend they're other people. You know what I mean? Right. It's gotten me through many, 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 yeah. many, many, many times. Many times in my younger days. You know, I've had sex. With, I'm from the Midwest. We've had a lot of women that look like Martin Scorsese yeah. and Robert De Niro now. <laughs> you know? Laid down with some, a lot of high it fructose is, corn monsters from is, the fucking plains. It's so funny that you say that because I follow Elizabeth Warren on Facebook and every time I see them post something, I always think it's my aunt. Yeah. Because <laughs> she just kind of looks like generic old lady. And so I'm always like, what is my, oh, I'm, and then I'm like, I'm not related to her at all. Yeah. <laughs> she has very yeah. strong opinions yeah. on economic but, policy. Yeah. Every yeah. time I she see her post something, like every other old lady. I think it's one of my two exes. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I've had two <laughs> women that look like Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> it's like, like there's a picture of her talking into her cell phone, and, I'm, and, I, and I see it all the time, and every single time I think it's my aunt. I'm like, why is she posting it? But then I read it, and I'm like, yeah, both those women, hardcore Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> hardcore Trump supporters. Much different, yeah. Deep fake. Even um, back in the 90s when he was just pro wrestling and shit they were like i hope that fucking guy becomes president someday look at him put vince mcmahon in the fucking headlock we need that guy in charge of shit fuck bill clinton you know he's you know? one of 45 people that that trump follows by the way uh vince, vince mcmahon, McMahon? Yeah, you know, one of 45 people that's it such a goofy follows 45 guy, people 45 million fucking, follow him the fact that they never brought that up during the debates you know right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not only there. I think people need to talk about but this. you still follow him he's one of the 45 guys yeah. fucking kill yourself you right. crazy yeah, orange bastard <laughs> i don't even need any policy shit i don't need any if he had all yeah. of you know elizabeth warren's policies whatever and then and then whoever the fuck came up and be like yeah i'm part of the fucking nazi yeah. party I'm not saying i love everything the nazis do but you know what i mean it got me through prison that's why i got the swastikas listen <laughs> This guy was on pro wrestling and reality TV. I'd be like, I gotta vote for this fucking Nazi. I, mean, I hate sports that. Entertainment. I hate that I'm voting for this Nazi, but I'd, I'd rather have a Nazi office than a fucking reality TV star. I'll tell you that right now. I would just, I would just hate. I would want to follow more people than that, just because you would, you know, how often are they posting? You know, it's like you go, you look at Twitter or whatever, and then mm. four seconds later you're done. I mean, it's it would be boring. Yeah. Have some variety in there. You, you, you gotta do it. Not enough. 
Right, yeah. yeah. For his level of obsession, you'd figure he'd be following thousands, That's a millions. good point. I didn't yeah. want to talk about that. Yeah, How does he think not follow more people? How does he not go, I hate this motherfucker? I'm going to follow him well, and see what yeah. he's up to. I guess if he just like searches for his own hashtag. Mm. How, do does, well. yeah, yeah. how does he know when other when the news anchors are tweeting shit about him that he has to go right. take busy time out of his day of, of running the most powerful military in the world to go yeah. shit talk somebody from like Morning Joe? Oh, we forget. Joe he doesn't listen. He doesn't read. He doesn't know. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but how does he, he know? How's he, yeah. he knows sometimes. Every now and then he'll have some fucking, he'll tweet some shit about like, Iran, you better watch your fucking ass, you know? But then he'll have some shit about, the anchor on Morning Joe on MSNBC could eat a dick. And I'm like, what are you, yeah. worry about Iran? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you, yeah. worry about World War Three? These briefings are just reduced down to like what people said on Twitter about him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like whoever runs the teleprompter for Trump is like, has the worst job in the victim. Right, <laughs> yeah. Take yeah. it, take it, and I'm not one of those fucking hippies. If you want to start World War III, that's fine. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're being run by corporations in the military-industrial complex. Sometimes you got to start World War III. I'm not a fucking idealistic baby, but God damn it, worry about World War III after you start it. Stop tweeting shit about fucking anchors on MSNBC or CNN or whatever. Yeah. Keep your mind on the war you're starting, you know? Eye on the ball, President. Eye on the ball. I, yeah. Keep your eye on the ball. And um, speaking of men who have weird relationships with their uh, mothers and daughters, uh, I think we answered this question. I, I think I think we did, <laughs> did too. Did I, we help? You know, Was that she's, helpful? She's got to fuck a lot of nerdy guys. She's got to go to Comic Con. That's what she's got to do. Yes. Go to Comic Con. You know, you'll be able to get. There's so many of your dream men walking around Comic Con trying to get their pictures taken with like, I, I don't know, women dressed like Japanese cartoon characters and shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't no. dress like a Japanese. Dress like some Japanese cartoon character and grow, go to Comic Con. Yeah. They will be fawning all, all over you. That's it's, what you got to do. No, I think, that's a, I think that's an excellent idea. All right. Next excellent. question on the Love Gurus. People, share us on social media. Give us five stars on iTunes. You know it's the greatest goddamn podcast we've ever seen. Next question. Boyfriend is mad that I have my ex's number saved. It's sad how he has to question his trust for me after four years. I was laying on him while scrolling through my phone when my ex texted me asking how am I doing, to which I replied. Right away, my boyfriend asked me if that's my ex and why am I texting him. He got angrier as he asked why do I even still have his number saved. My ex and I ended on good terms and we are friends, which is something my boyfriend is aware of. We were friends for 10 years before we started dating. It didn't work out and we stayed friends. I'll always care about him as a friend. She says, this woman says friend a lot. He was there for me since the day, since day one, and there's no other feelings involved. Before I could even speak, he started asking if there was something he needed to know about, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I told him that it's a simple text, uh, and he's way out of line. He slammed the door and left my apartment, and we haven't spoken in two days. What should I do? Um, this question, I here, I am definitely on the side of the boyfriend in this question, just because she says... I was laying on him while going through my phone. What kind of a person Ooh. lays on mm. someone else when you're recreationally yeah. using your phone? That's not the... The person's not the toilet. You sit on the toilet and use your phone, not your boyfriend. Like, I just yeah. find it so weird. You gotta you got know <clears throat> how things are gonna be perceived because is texting your ex the equivalent of cheating? Absolutely not. That being said, you gotta look at how, how the fuck is your partner gonna perceive that? You know, it, it definitely feels like cheating light. It definitely feels like a great a gateway drug to your ex's dong, you know? Like, that's what yeah. the fuck's going to be going and through she head. did say that she wrote him back, right? So it wasn't just she was lying on him, doing a little Graham exploration, and then the message came up. She could have thrown that phone away, 
But it, I got the sense like she responded to him. Like, well, yeah. He's all right. yeah. Yeah. Like she replied like, right away. Like that's, that. That's, yeah. I don't. I, I don't dig that. That's not. Groovy. I agree because also like if you know because there's obviously logical situations where. Um, Oh, if, you know, I don't know, something, like, you could understand, like, logical situations of, like, if you're trying to work something out, or if you have a kid with that person, or, like, well... Right, you work together, no kids, or maybe, you, yeah. And you... You gotta have a damn good reason. Yeah. Yeah, and you've been in this relationship with your your current boyfriend for four years, and you're still talking to your ex. Oh, four years? Yeah. I missed that part, mm -hmm. yeah. I just think it's so... I don't know. I, I just think it's so weird. If my girlfriend was doing this now, because we've been together for almost five years... If, if she was texting him at four years, no fucking way we'd make 4.5. Really? I'd be like, I'm capping it off of four. Fuck that. Yeah, you, after so, four so, goddamn years. The, so, you, so you're saying, okay, so you were together for four years, and then at four years you found out that she had stayed friends and every once in a while texts her ex, but she, you only just found that out. Would, and so that would be... That would if, be she's, if she's continually texting the guy, and I'm, I'm not saying right at that second I'd break it off, but she, if she's insisting on still talking to her exes like that all yeah. the time, I'm fucking done. No, I've played that game before. I'm not a 22-year-old uh, jackass living in his mom's basement. I'm fucking, I will do better. <laughs> You're instead in your 30s living in a basement, but it's your basement. It is our basement, yes. <laughs> yes, it is a New York basement, which is also and known as a one-bedroom down here. It's, it's impossible for it to happen here. There's no reception yeah. down here. Yes. I'm not a loser living in a small basement. I'm a loser living in this landlord's basement, all right? I'm moving on up in the world, people. <laughs> instead of... Yeah, we pay for it. Um, I don't know. I, I feel curious, in, in, like, what her response was. I think that's very indicative. If, like, everything's fine and, and, and not, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I don't have a strong feeling on whether people should... Uh, it all depends on the person, right? Whether they should uh, uh, stay in touch with their exes or not. But I think what's happening there, I think, you know, when your post-coitus energy is happening and, and somebody's yeah. inquiring that you used to have sex with, too... You know, is I, if you overshare, that seems like you're crossing the line there. If you overshare there, it seems it's, like you're crossing yeah, the line. Yeah, man. It, right? I'm not saying... Because, look, honestly, I still do get the occasional text from my ex where she's giving me an old picture of my dog or something. But even then, I keep it brief. I'm like, oh, cute. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, my God, thank you for the picture. How are you doing? But how wait, are you doing? Because I'm like, dude, I know how my girlfriend would feel about this shit. Mm. Yeah. You know? I know how she feel about that. And if, if, if that was just... But this, this, I'm filing that under a category of, but I have a reason. You know what I mean? Like, see, if you... I, see, I don't know, though, because that sounds shady as shit from your ex, to be like, oh, I just I just happened to find this picture of your dog. I hope you're doing well. Hashtag remember the good times we used to have. Like, I think that is shady ass of her. She has had that hashtag under there before. Um, <laughs> you, you know, no, I mean, I, that's the thing, though, but, I, but that's the thing about my response. Am I doing it while I'm laying there with my girlfriend? No. And more importantly, I'm nipping it in the bud. I'm not giving her the long responses. It's just a quick... I, I do not Leave consider this texting yeah. the ex. Now, if I was sitting here having conversations with her on the regular about nothing, that's what this sounds like, and that would piss me off. That would piss my girlfriend off. This, yeah. And if it continued, this would be... On either side, this would be a relationship better. I can tell you that right now. Mm. Um... And I'd like, I'm not saying, if, again, if there's a reason for them to get a hold of you. If she came to me and was like, how, why did your ex text you? Because she's kind of seen the name in there before. It's like, hey, what was this? And it was like, oh, she found a, a picture of Samson when he was a puppy. You know? And it's like, fine. 
all right, yeah, there, there's a reason. If it was just like, oh, she just wanted to see how I was doing and if I'd seen uncut gems and what I thought about it, you like, know, yeah, that you hear, would be like, fuck no. Yeah. You asshole. Right. If you, Delete yeah, her you, from that fucking shit and block her. Well, she, and what she says, her question is, her, her, she thinks that her boyfriend is mad just because she has her ex's number saved. Like that, that's her main question that she starts off yeah, with. Yeah, but like, she's also a fucking idiot. Like yeah, many people who what, write yeah. into the show, she, she doesn't, that's not the fucking issue at all. He's yell, yeah, that, I'm sure that was one of the things that he yelled while he was yelling at you for what you actually did. He's pissed off about the texting. You were texting the fucking guy right on him. That's that's a blatantly disrespectful thing. Yeah. Texting your ex while you're with your current person. I mean, it's one thing if 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 you're dating casually or you know you haven't been together long. But I get it. I'm saying after four fucking years, no, absolutely not. Yeah. No, and I wouldn't do it either. She would. My grandma would be fucking irate if she caught me doing what this lady's doing right now. There's. I have a. I have a friend that. Um she has this guy that she's dating. So the guy is now dating someone new. And so now, anytime that that guy posts something on... and they're, But they're still Facebook friends. Anytime that guy posts something on Facebook, it doesn't matter what it is, even if it's like he's like a picture of him and her, that my friend will like it. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I think is a little... Like, you're like going through your boyfriend's Facebook and his ex is liked every single status. Like, that would just yeah, be all... Yeah, that's, you know, and that's... <laughs> but even then, that's one of those things to where it's like it's not direct contact. It's not as bad as it's this. Also it's also still Like, he well, is... Yeah. yeah. I guess he could unfriend her. And your friend, is she still obsessed with this guy? Is she, she's still trying to get with him? She, yeah, she's got her own problems. Those I don't know if she things. necessarily wants to get right. back with him. Yeah. I think... Yeah. I, I kind of think that she just does it because she like, knows it. Yeah. It's annoying. <laughs> she's just she's great intention between the other. Yeah, she's just evil. Yeah, I like that. Super fun. Just like a, a sort of a way to where it's like you better do the dishes because I got options, fucker. Look at all these statuses. You know what I mean? Like that. It's evil. It's 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 evil light. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like it's yeah. and what a position he's in because because the new girl is going like oh, I can't believe she's doing all this. What are you doing? Yeah. Nah, nah. What do you want me to do about it? I can't control what she likes. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Well, yeah. Here's, yeah. Here's my other take on it. You know, it's like all these people are having midlife crises or whatever. Those are people that do not have this drama in your life. So if you've got some Facebook drama continually going on, you're not going to look at yourself when you're 45 and think you have nothing to live for. You have something to live for, and it is your boyfriend's ex's demise. You know, like it's yeah, motive. Yeah, it's like yeah. when someone retires. And and they die right away. It's because they have nothing to wake up for in the morning. Right, right. right. And, and I will say with texting my ex with the dog when she would send me pictures, this is also an ex who lives about halfway across the country, too. If I wanted to cheat, I'd have to rent a car and drive for two days. So it's like, ah. it makes it a little tougher than if they live down the street. And so that, you know, it, it's a little bit of like, all right, but there's also no threat that anything's ever going to happen here. So great. I'll thumbs up the dog pic you just sent me. And oh, cute. That's it. You know what I mean? But no conversation stuff. She's doing the conversation thing. And then focusing in on the, can you believe he got this mad that I still had his number in my phone? Do people, like, that's do, not what he's mad about. Yeah, do people write in because they're looking to justify their behavior? Absolutely. Yeah. I try to point this out at least once an episode. All these questions are these people's pro-them propaganda. It's their Fox News, their MSNBC, their state-run Korea in North Korea if they're the dictator of North Korea. So it's very much pro-them. They will admit things that seem important, like, what were you talking about? That's not in here. Hmm. Notice that. Right. She just said texting. Yeah. Left that wide open. Throw the phone away and come back to it later. Leave it on right. If it was the dog thing, yeah. like I just said, 
It was, oh, he just sent me a picture of the old dog. I don't give a, you know what I mean? Right. I've had the dog for 10 years before everybody had cameras on their phone, and so there's not a lot of pictures of this dog when he was a puppy, and he's old as fuck now. It's not going to be around forever, so she sent me pictures of him when he was a puppy because right. I don't have a lot of those. You know, and, and if, if that's what, if her thing was like mine, she would have put that in there. In her pro her propaganda, in her Johnny Cochran speech, trying to fucking, you know what I mean? This is her glove didn't fit. The, the, it's, the glove the fucking fits. The glove fits. Hence, this ain't glowing in the. This this was like if he slid it right on. Like, ooh, this feels nice. You know what I mean? And like that. That that's she's leaving that out of her final statements, basically. Yeah. yeah. I I was just looking through my phone if I have any of my ex's phone numbers in there, and I didn't see any, but I have a lot of don't answers in there. <laughs> <laughs> so. Don't answer, don't tell. That's the policy you need to have. Don't answer, don't tell. Yeah. It's like, look, if, if, if you're going to text your ex, that's not the equivalent of cheating. That being said, you have to be realistic about how that will be perceived by your current significant other. Now, again, if you've been dating for two weeks, yeah, they're being a dick. Four years, that's like a fucking game changer. Yeah. Cracks, cracks lead to breaks. Yeah, you got, you got to know how they're going to perceive it. And they're not in the right, even if you're just like, well, I didn't do anything, but they don't know that. And you're giving them such a reason to fucking suspect this okay. that they're, they're, because what you're doing, it's not cheating. It's like a one out of, out of two, one or two out of 10. 10 being totally met up and fucked at a hotel last night. You know what I mean? This is like a one or two at best. That being said... Well, see, I think... Sorry not to interrupt you, but I think that meeting up at a hotel and cheating would be a nine. Meeting up and cheating in your own bed would be a ten. Mm. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. You pulled cheating, a full-on Governor Schwarzenegger. Cheating starts yeah. at about six and a half for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You've lived a full life. And, yeah. and, and so, yeah, I this, found these old nudes, and I thought I would text them to you. Yeah. Found like a five, five and a quarter. So th this on your scale, then, is more like a 0 0.08. So... The, Whatever, look, I mean, this is a loose metaphor, obviously. That being said, they're going to see this and they're going to perceive that as several points higher than you do right now mm. because all they know is this and they don't know that it ended at the 0 0.08. They just see a massive red flag staring them right in the face. So you got to, look, if you're going to text them high or fucking whatever, fine, do it, but make sure you have a healthy don't ask, don't tell policy about texting any exits. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah, imagination can add three points to the score. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is why Siegfried and Roy were successful think, for so long. I think Absolutely. That's a great, I think that's a great uh, that's a great tactic if you want to break up your ex's new relationship. Is just to send them old nudes that were sent back and forth, and just be like, "Oh, I thought you might be interested in these." That's true. You know, mm. just be like, "Look it's, at how svelte you were when we were together." It's it's really yeah. hard to yeah. It's really it's hard. Like a picture when you were twenty. <laughs> yeah. Just being a dick. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Photoshop yourself with like fucking washboard abs, <laughs> like just looking like a goddamn supermodel. Be like, look, I'm barely not this hot anymore. Remember yeah. this? Then, Remember this? Yeah. And then you guys, and then you guys like actually see each other, and your ex is like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you said I took the best years of your life. You, you've taken just a screenshot from a high def porn on on Pornhub and, and you photoshopped your two heads on it and it's just like remember when we made this remember when we hired we that, that professional camera photographer he was like an intern did it, did it on the cheap he yeah. was great 
How great were these fuck photos of us? How great were the good times, baby? Yeah, just yeah. totally sabotage them. Uh, yeah, it's like there are two ways to make memories. Uh, live them or fabricate them. Right. I prefer fabrication. Because if you're, yeah. yes. Yeah. And it's going to work. Because think about you it. want to remember, right? Yeah. I don't care how good a relationship either one of you have with, with your significant other. If you got a, a photo on the phone, if you saw a photo on their phone while you're sitting next to them, and it was their Photoshop face on the Photoshop, like, would you ever believe it? No, they're clearly just a psychopath that superimposed me on two people fucking. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, that's the craziest story ever. They never believe it. Is it revenge porn if it's just posted on your phone, or do you have to post it online for it to be a revenge porn? Oh, Probably. this has to be online. Yeah, I think it has yeah. to be online. I mean, this would have been Otherwise, done. Otherwise, that's just your collection. If they would, <laughs> I feel like if Shakespeare had the internet in his time, this would have been in one of his plays. You know, this is fucking deep. This is some fucking diabolical we are, we are, shit. We're getting yeah. the truths here. We've just totally trained future internet stalkers and fucking trolls to just ruin healthy relationships on behalf, so, on their behalf. Yeah, uh huh. We're we're helping all the worst people right now. I love it. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, I think we answered that, question. that question. It's time to take a quick commercial break and hear from our somewhat sort of sponsors. Listeners, don't go nowhere. We're going to top off our wines. Do the same. We'll be right back. Oh, good people of the internet. I am sitting here drinking a delicious vino verde from the great land of Portugal. It is called... Casal Garcia. Castle Garcia? Fuck no. That's a nasty-ass $3 wine that you find in gas stations. You know, just a nasty, disgusting thing. Casal Garcia. It's fucking great, man, since, what's it say on here, 1939? It's a good year. That's goddamn... <laughs> That, that's 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 19 years. Or sorry, not 19 years. Sorry, um, um, uh, uh, 80 years ago. No, but one less than that. 79 years ago. Huh? That, yeah. was, that was a pretty quick recovery. It was. Look at that. It fucking. You know, it didn't go into the basket, but then I jumped up, I got the rebound, and I stuffed it down. Huh? I fucking did hey, math right. Plus, plus, yeah. it's young and refreshing. It is. A, it is also young. It's refreshing. 79 years young and refreshing. We, oh, we love it. That's we talk about wine my on this podcast. No, yeah. It's, We're going to age shame the shit out of this wine if it's not good. Right. You We're age not, shame wine the other year. You're like 2019. That's technically last year. Yeah. Fuck this wine. It is that's the most not a good sold year. Vinho Verde in the world. Well, it's because it's only eight dollars. That being said, <laughs> I, I'm also good at that math too. I, yeah. now, if it was a fifty dollar bottle, that'd yeah. be maybe something about it. That being said, sixteenth best one. It genuinely, it does not taste like an eight dollar bottle of wine. And and we've talked about this before. Uh, Suzanne pointed out first. Portugal does not fuck around with their white wine, and they make it cheap. They make it cheap for the little people. You know what I mean? They're they're fucking great. You know, no, everybody always talks about how great. And progressive Norway is because, oh, we're socialist, everybody. What we do is we give all our people health care. And our maximum security prisons yeah. are like college dorms. Yeah, you know? I'd, like to, I'd like to see them grow some wine in those fjords, yes. you bitches. But do you give those <laughs> convicted murderers cheap wine? <laughs> no! Portugal gives it not just to their own people, but all the people. Yeah. They're like, we're doing socialism, but in terms of white wine. They, they, I mean, they got to pay for their own fucking medicine. You know what I mean? No free rides. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps when it comes to oh, everything else. But cheap white wine. That's what they do. Their Bernie Sanders was drunk as fuck. Drunk oh. as fuck, dude. Norwegian that guy. Bernie Sanders is, is, is yeah. uh, ridiculous. 
Good, yeah, Norwegian Bernie Sanders, who knows what the fuck that guy's talking about. But Portuguese Bernie Sanders, <laughs> drunk off his fucking ass. See, he's like, dude, he seems even more like a mad scientist than our Bernie Sanders. He's a wild, just a... You know, he's just insane. Yeah. His hair sticks up even more. He's a fucking maniac. But if you've ever partied like with this man, like I did once... He's the best. <laughs> he's the best. He should be our fucking president. <laughs> First, he's got to, he's just got to lie and say he was born here. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to try to call you out on the birth certificate thing. But, uh, you, you know, it's a boy who cried wolf when, with that uh, shit. They already did that. They already fucking did that. You're going to be like, this is like the way you did it with Obama. Fuck you. You just hate the Portuguese, you racist bastards. You know what I mean? We'll throw that at him. We'll get him in. We'll lie, cheat, and steal to get Portuguese Bernie Sanders in here. We're going to get even cheaper Casal Garcia. Casal Garcia, the official wine of um, socialism without the gulags. <laughs> get you some. I'm sitting in here in the basement of love and wine, <laughs> drinking a delicious Sauvignon Blanc called Root One. There's a colon in between Root and One. You know what I mean? For those of you fuckers typing out there, trying to order it online, it's really good. It's a Sauvignon Blanc. It's like a smooth, creamy one. It's kind of got like an herby flavor to it, too. I like it. It, um... I look at that. I, the front's cool too, man. It's got like a tree, but the tree keeps going underground where there's what? Roots. That's where roots are. Hence oh! the name of the fucking wine, you know? Dude, that's the best part of that movie, um, A Walk in the Clouds, when like the, the vineyard burns and Keanu Reeves uses his totally ripped body to pull the, the sure. vine out and it's still alive and they're like, look at this root. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, I've never seen it. Walk in the Clouds? Yeah, Walk in the Clouds. I've never seen it. Oh, it's an old, it's an old I'll one check it with out. Uh, Keanu Reeves, yeah. I like, is he, is he more or less stoned and stupid than in Bill and Ted? How close is he to Bill and Ted in that one? This is probably similar time frame, so he is, he doesn't seem as stoned and stupid because it's a, it's a, a like, it's like in the 40s. So he just seemed like a, I don't know. Do you think, man, Keanu Reeves yeah. started as like Ted. On Bill and Ted, yeah. the guy that did Bill, I'm pretty sure just went on to do heroin or something. Yeah. Do you think Bill ever calls up Ted to borrow money? Yeah, and this is because you think about those. <laughs> hey, Ted about, probably gives, probably just calls him up and gives him some. Yeah, he's, he's like, got to feel bad for you. Bill. You need some money. He's like, dude, he just I, has his Venmo and just yeah. pops like, him a bit bro. every once in a while. Yeah, happy birthday. Is, you know, he's like, I'm just like, lying on top of this girl and thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm laying on top of three models on my yacht. And I got to thinking, you know, I did, I did want to have a better career than Bill. I'm an ambitious man, yes. sure. But I didn't want it to be like this. Yeah. I'm, I'm on a yacht with Oscars and stuff. You're managing a footlocker, you know? Yeah. I got it. Here's, yeah. here's some money, Bill. These, these girls are aspiring actresses, and they were asking me yeah. about my, how I got started, and it made me think of you. Yeah, and he was like, in fact, what is your name even, buddy? I've only called you the guy that played Bill. <laughs> 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 I've only known you the guy who played Bill. 
Uh, and, and he, he said, probably, listen. He probably hangs out with the guy that was Biff in uh, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. 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 Bill and Biff are just sitting in a bar on Avenue B, just remembering the good times, known as the 80s. And there's there's a bunch of, like, old punk rockers sitting around them, too. You know what I'm talking about? With gray, like, like receding hairlines and, and uh, we used to you do know, hearing aids going, yeah, man, the 80s was the shit. <laughs> old punk rock guy doesn't look good. You know what I mean? It doesn't age as well as old hippie and then they all just sit around and drink shot in the beers and drink when they want to feel fancy they drink what route one sauvignon blanc the official beer of retired actors from the 80s who are on heroin now <laughs> route one get you some once said that money can't buy happiness because the Love Gurus podcast is free and they're back from break now to bless your ear holes with greatness. I love you. I love you too, Cassandra the Robot. And you're goddamn right we're going to bless your ear holes with greatness. Even you robots out there listening. Because I, I know you're plotting on us. I know you're trying to take over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it is free. It is the greatest goddamn podcast you've ever heard. All we ask is that you, what, share us on social media. Give us five stars on iTunes. You know we've earned it. It's the greatest fucking thing the internet has ever seen. We are with our amazing guests, Jonathan Ziegel. And yeah. we are taking your questions at Love Gurus Podcast at Yahoo.com. It is time for our next ridiculous question from the Savages on Yahoo Answers. Next question. What does it mean if he says he likes women with money of their own? He's an older guy, 50. He says he likes women with their own money. No, he's not broke nor in need. Just a businessman who has his own. Who has his own. Uh, I guess business. Uh, when he dies, leaving everything to his son. He refuses to date broke women. Loves women with their own money. I'm a businessman. I'm picturing fucking Daniel Day-Lewis from There Will Be Blood for some reason. I feel very un- un- untrusting of this man. i a little Liam Neeson here. Huh? Yeah. I'm a businessman with a particular set I'm a business of business skill. Either of those would not date a broke-ass chick. Uh, <laughs> so he's, he's not saying he doesn't like to pay, nor does he uh, dislike to treat a woman. He just wants fairness. So it goes both ways. He says uh, it's 50-50, but that doesn't mind. Uh... The household I was in, both of my parents worked, but my dad was a provider. So her question is, what does it mean when he says he likes women with their own money? It, well, it means exactly that. You could, it, it's a, it's a question that you could turn into a statement. Does that make sense? <laughs> um, but it's uh, what I like about this question is that it's it's like when you tell a little kid no, and then they just ask you again, thinking that the response is going to be different. It's like, can I have a cookie? No. Can I have a cookie? No. And so she just she just seems like she's um yeah she's out on a on a on a limb trying to dig for some gold and uh, it's not working out for her. It's what I'm guessing too. Um, maybe he's worried that she's a gold digger. Um, although I, strangely enough, even though I'm sort of the opposite of this guy. I'm under 50, and I have no fucking money, right? <laughs> but I have a sort of a, a double negative talk with women when I start dating them. I tell them I like women with other people's money. I'm trying to date thieves, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to date scammers. I basically, my goal in life, you know, I, I didn't come, I, I, I came from humble beginnings. 
And I think I'm going toward humble endings. Um, so basically... <laughs> so what, you're just going to live a humble life. Yes, yes. What I'm looking for, but I'm kind of trashy and degenerate too. I want What I want, like the perfect sort of relationship I'm looking for is basically Nicolas Cage in Raising Arizona. Just a couple oh. of fucking shady thieves, but good, wholesome, loving shady criminals. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it, just because you're stealing from uh, Big Pharma or whatever doesn't make you a bad person. No, no. I mean, why? I stole from Big Pharma so they couldn't sell people a bunch of opiates and fucking make them die. And then, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like trying to be like uh, heroin dealers with fucking yeah. PhDs and yachts. Fuck them. Yeah. I'll steal from them. There are there are certainly people that you can steal f- steal from, and it's completely justified. Yeah, stealing's not always wrong. We're gonna steal prescription medications. And we're going to learn to count cards. And that's that's what we're going to do. That's our retirement plan right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. What what do what do you think, Jonathan, about uh, about someone someone who I don't know. In fact, she's asking the question. I mean, if this didn't matter to her, then she wouldn't she she could just be dating anybody. So obviously this matters to her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's looking for a guy that's going to spend a lot of money on her. And and uh, maybe she's looking yeah. for somebody. I mean, you know, the kid thing probably maybe throws her off because she's like, oh, does she yeah. have kid envy? Sure. You know, this got... guy is like, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she seems to she only fuck a lot of guys know. with gold who uh, <laughs> you look like they could be a grandfather. I don't like to say it. What's the politically correct yeah. word for gold digger? The over 50 crowns. She's a, she's a golden connoisseur is, is what she is. See, yeah. I think that this, I don't know. I, it's I'm a com- cock miner. I'm it is completely a, fine with It is a May questions. gold romance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm completely fine with these questions because I think that there's there's one thing in a relationship that would scare the shit out of me, and it's finding out that, you know, the person that I was dating Sangria, had no some, like, huge amount of She's debt barking. that I didn't know about. Like, you know, we were, like, oh, about yeah. to get right. married, and, oh, by the way, he's, like, you know. You said a lot what? of these instances... Sorry? You have a lot of these experiences. <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many times. I'm, uh, yeah. I was like about to get married. Well, unless at least someone wanted to marry me at one point. No, but it's like, but I, that would be my worst nightmare is like you, you're in a serious relationship and then you, you happen to find out that someone is like hugely into debt and it's just getting worse, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, if you're asking these questions up front of like, oh, okay, he's got a lot of money and you have that. I don't know. I feel like Americans are very sensitive about it. We don't like to talk about money. We don't like to tell each other our salaries or how much we make or um, anything like that. Whereas, you know, th- those are questions that you need to ask in a relationship. And so she's certainly going about it in a very shallow way, I think. But in the basis of it, of wanting to know where someone stands financially or what their spending habits are, actually, I mean, that there that is a really logical question when you start to date someone. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And uh, I guess it's, uh, why is it so gauche in this country, right? <laughs> Why? I'm sorry, whenever someone says gauche, I just think of a tank. I don't know why. I, like I know it's not. I love that word. I'm trying to I'm trying to just walk gauche. around the streets and just be like, you're gauche, you're gauche. Gauche, you're gauche. just like, means, just point it out. does it mean, it means posh, right? No, it's, it's the opposite. It's like you know it what? lacks taste. It lacks taste. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things that I discovered when I first joined the Army, because uh, when you first join, you go to something called basic training, boot camp, right? And you're there with people from all around the country, as you are the rest of the time you're in the Army. But... A um, lot of talk about male genitalia because you're being called that constantly by the drill sergeants and really everybody down there. Mm. What we found is that the taint, <laughs> the taint, there are different terminologies for that. In the gooch. every, There's gooch, there's grundle. Grundle. 
Oh, yes. Grundle's a great one. Grundle's a great one. That was, I think, our platoon sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> or so our drill sergeant that was in, in charge of our platoon. You know, because later it's called a platoon sergeant when you're an actual unit. But um, he he named, because you give, like, platoon names. Our platoon name for that rotation was the Grundles, which I found the Grundle is what it is called in more of, like, the southern states. But even then, I don't think it's the whole southern. I mean, this was a long time ago. This was back in. Wait, so the, the term. Wait, so Sangria, I'll murder you. You're saying Goot. Wait, gooch? Gooch. Gooch is a taint. I've heard gooch. Gauche. Gauche is lax taste. Gooch sounds a lot like gauche. That's why I thought that it was... Don't you dare say that my gooch is gauche. (laughs) (laughs) A tasteless gooch would be a gauche gooch. I think what we're learning... I honestly have never heard the term gauche before. I've not licked a lot of... Wait. Love gooches. <laughs> sure, sure. This is such a tongue twister. <laughs> Sir, your gooch is gauche. I will have no quit part ask, of it. Quit asking me to lick your tea. That's gauche. That is gauche. Ungauche your gooch. You lack, you lack taste, my friend. I'm not <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the gauche gooch is the dirtiest dive bar in all of Brooklyn. It's, it, it is <laughs> disgusting. It, I'm gonna go murder a small dog. I'll be right back. She just wants. She wants to go. Sangria. She wants to lick someone's gooch, don't you, Sangria? Yeah. You little goddamn gooch. <laughs> just put a little. Come here. Just put a little peanut butter on it. Oh. <laughs> um. I think. I don't know. Uh, okay. Wait. Well, back to this question. Okay. So it was our question. <laughs> it's just. It's so difficult to uh, focus when you're really focusing on someone's gooch. Um. It. So yeah, so he, so her question is, what does it mean if he says he likes women with their own oh, money? Oh right, right, right. So I, yeah, I mean it, it means so that he doesn't want to pay. But also, it's like you don't want to date someone, or I don't want to date someone who's a total loser. Like you know, someone could be nice and hot, but if they have no ambition well, and no job or something that they're I think it comes down for. to the fact that he has money, but he's not spending it on her, or he's not spending it on their you know their right. their time together, yeah. their lives. He's just not spending it. That's that's pretty gauche, you know. I think so. You know, she's saying like, "What am I supposed to do?" He has he's got money, but he's just not spending. He's hoarding it to bequeath it to his son. So now I don't think that that is gauche because if gauche means tasteless, mm. why would it be tasteless to not spend your own money? Isn't it more tasteful to be spending money on living a good life? Not necessarily. What if? Oh man, what I thought I had are... this dog taken care of. I think I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go this way. I think I'm gonna try to trap her. We. uh... No, it's you know oh. if you're just if you're saving your money, what if you want to just live on a cruise from you know the age of sixty five until death? It right. takes a lot of money. Yeah, I mean that's what I want to do. I'm never going to be able to afford I th- to. I think, why is he holding it out for his son? Right? Why is he holding it out for his son? Maybe his son lives in the basement and he's trying to find a chick to bang. Oh yeah, I, and he's like the only way that my son's ever going to get laid yeah. is if I leave him. A he's like I would have a great relationship with my mother, but let me tell you about my father. My father's right. got money. Yes. Right? Yes. My mother, yeah, I'm not saying her lasagna is terrible. I'm just saying my father's a billionaire. So <laughs> I try to visit him time. a little more on holidays. You know, they broke up a while ago. He is with a lady who I ain't saying she a gold digger, but all of her other husbands were billionaires and she's 27 just, years old. Um, so she's doing fine. She's yeah. doing all right. She's doing all right. And but this is OK. So I get what you're saying in terms of like you don't want a guy who's a total loser. That being said, that doesn't sound like that's what's going on. Like, that's not her concern because, A, the fact that he felt the need to bring this up, and, B, the fact that she felt the need to bring up the fact that he's 50. Didn't say her age. Again, 
her pro her propaganda. Ah, I always try to err against the listeners. I try to err against the listeners because A, or not the listeners, but the the, the people writing questions. Because A, most of them are savages. That's why we read the questions on here. We filter through, we find the crazy ones. B, like I said, it's their pro-them propaganda. So, of course, she said, why, why would he think I'm a gold He's 50. Why would he think I'm a gold Oh, what, what are you, 47? Are you 47? No, no, no. It is? You're younger than 47, ain't you? By like a lot. By like a decade or two. Okay. By, by, by a lot. By a long way. And so... She's clearly dating an older guy. If you're an older guy with money, are you really naive enough? And if you are at first, you've, you've fucking gotten that beaten out of you after a couple of women like this. You Are you really sitting there going, yeah, maybe this 27-year-old just has a, a, a gray beer belly fetish. You know what I mean? Maybe that's just what she likes. You know what I mean? Older guys, a little heavier, a little, little more gray hair, a little less hair well, on the top of their head. The maybe that's what issue. she likes. No. No, because she's not fucking a janitor who's older and, <laughs> and you know what I mean, doesn't have a six-pack or whatever, Please even though she looks alone. like a supermodel. Oh, if she's got a daddy issue, maybe the daddy issue she has is her daddy had money, didn't spend it on her. Oh, maybe that's what right. she's drawn oh, to. Someone's go. gonna get go. that pony one way or the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, I'll show you, Dad. Didn't buy me a Barbie dream house for my 10th I'm birthday. I'm getting those roller skates. My God, I'm gonna get a real dream house when I'm 27 years old. I'm gonna fuck guys who look like they could be your dad. How's that make you feel? I kind of huh? like that story. Though. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a real. Sam's getting flush. It's a, you know, it's an Instagram. Uh, influencer Cinderella story. It, it yeah. really is. It's a 2020 yeah. r- romance. It's a fucking. It, it really is like the California Casablanca. Right. She's, in like an, she's like an aspiring social media influencer. Yes. Who yeah. who is trying to be like modern in her approach? I just take pictures of myself flying around the world. How do you get the money for? It? I, just, eh, I don't want to say. Oh yeah, like. Um, yeah, like uh, like the sixteen year old influencers, and I use that term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, I don't understand how you can be sixteen yeah. and an influencer. Well, you don't yeah, unless you're one of those few that like you just sort of take off like Logan Paul. And yes, there are those people who will make a million dollars a year because they have that many followers to where companies are like, hey, instead of paying stupid fucking NBC or whoever to play our commercials and everybody needs a cut and everybody fast forwards it anyway, why don't we just pay this fucking 19-year-old who, how do they get famous? Oh, I take Instagram selfies with me and little cat pictures next to people and I go, beep, and, and that's my thing. And I'm now a YouTube billionaire. You I, know? It's just like, at oh, least well, Logan Paul can uh, drop into a split. I mean, he's got yeah, marketable skills. The marketing people know? are like, clearly millennials and younger seem to have brain damage. I don't know why this man has 20 million, but what? I take pictures of me and videos going, and that's my thing, and I'm a billionaire. I have more viewers on my shitty little Instagram videos than, hey, I'll murder you, Samson. Stop barking. Samson. But, uh, yeah, so what I'm saying is, is they can now just pay these people directly. They don't have to wonder. I wonder who's watching this show and the demographics watching the show. They get a very clear idea of the demographic. The people who are watching a lot of you know Instagram influencers are brain damaged, damaged young people, and so they're like, I'll just sell them shit that brain damaged young people like, and I'll just pay them directly. I'm not paying fucking agents. I'm not paying fucking network executives and the fucking I don't know. people Does who do all. Make us sound old. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> These goddamn like, kids with the internet star. I, I thought I think we weren't that, hiding that here. I no. Think I absolutely feel old anytime I, I talk about these guys. Yeah. The difference between old and young once you become old enough to work is when you're young, you can still sell potential when yeah. you're dating, right? And once you get right. a little older, you're like, the yeah. reality is. 
you know, taking yeah. up, no. taking up that, that that sales pitch. You My know? point yeah. with that strange rant that seemed to go nowhere was that <laughs> uh, you know, again, the wine's working. People, uh, Castle Garcia and Route <laughs> One. Wine. It's it's it, there are some of those people that get, just have a crazy huge following, and so companies will pay them to wear shoes and take selfies with them because they're getting a lot of eyeballs on their stuff. That's all part. What about of the influencers who now wear clothing and, and shout right. out the makers? But, well, right. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's boxes, how they get. You know? That's how they get boxes. That's and, and they depending on how many viewers they get, they get a fuck ton of money because you're you're essentially doing right. what you were doing on network commercials at one point, but you're doing it directly to this one person. And so, great. Here's a big chunk of money if you have the followers for it. But the people that are sort of trying to get there, it's like, well, how did you get the money to be in? You're in Thailand one weekend, and you're in fucking, you, you know. Nova Scotia the next week, you know, you're just flying all around the place. It's like, well, you you clearly either inherited the money or you're you're banging old rich dudes to get the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what's going on with a lot of these influencers until they get to they're faking it till they make it, and that's how they're getting a lot of the money. It sounds like, Madam, plug your tag, plug your Instagram handle, write us back and tell us we'll help make you an influencer. Oh yeah. Well, I I read an article that there's a German couple who were trying to be influencers, and it was something so his mother was like basically funding them to go on all these trips and basically bankrupted her and then she like sued him was like hey you said you're oh, gonna pay wow. me back because you were gonna get rich well, and famous oh. i spent all of this you know so essentially yeah, she invested right. in her son and lost that bet oh mom instead of going to college i'm gonna become an instagram influencer yeah there's totally a a, a fucking eight-step tiered program to become an influencer like no it's a fucking lottery man Either, you know, you figure out a way yeah. to get people that want to see you taking selfies wearing Nike stuff and they give you a bunch of money or you don't. And yeah. it's a yeah. fucking lottery based off of almost nothing. And so, you know. I was just finding out that the algorithms are changing. Like what it used to be, uh, you know, they would look at like how many likes you got, how many comments you got. But now when you search, they don't want the established ones. They want the up and comers. So like what makes right. you, how do you recognize an up and comer? Is it like growth of followers like you know i don't know they're always changing shit right, don't right. shit to stay the same yeah they, they gotta right. mix it up otherwise because they they have a, a good reason to do that because if if you're just showing the top stuff eventually that's going to more or less plateau out and then you're gonna get your like logan paul's and your you, you know whoever kardashians like they're it's, it's just gonna be those people over and over again and then like maybe a few tears under that but people, for the most part, are just going to be seeing those over and over again. So it's like, okay, this whole social media app, like, let's say that's Instagram, right? And you're like, well, I want to see some other stuff. I want to go to TikTok and see what some other people are doing. So it's like, well, yeah, but you, you got to find a way to show them your the, the Logan Pauls, the the Pootie Pie. I think that was a guy. That was a fucking Pootie Poot. Like that guy. You know, the, the video game. What about the, the Catch Huge Me Outside trend. Girl? Yeah, which one? The Catch Me Outside Girl. The Catch Me Outside Girl. Yeah. yeah. So you got you got to find you got to find a way to still show them your um, influencer elders, so to speak, mm. while while still seeing something that because let's face it, the people that are doing this are younger and they don't necessarily like they're not like a fucking classic rock fan who's like I got my five favorite influencers and that's all I like, you know, like they want to still see new shit. So you have to show them the fucking, the, the Instagram icons while still fucking filtering up the new ones. And, and it's, it's tough, man. Cause you don't want them to just move to a new app. So what is this? So what is this girl bringing it back to the girl that wrote the question? Like, what is she looking for? Is she looking for what, what talent do I need to exhibit in order for him to, to, to pay more, to like pony up more? What is she looking for here? Really? It seemed like she was. That correct me if I'm wrong, because uh, it, but it seemed like she was sort of offended that this guy was kind of looking at her like a gold digger. Was that is that well, kind she, of what I'm? She 
she does she throws in this kind of I think BS sentence in the end she's like the household I was in both of my parents worked but my dad was still a provider so she's trying to sort of disguise her gold digging with <laughs> this my oh, dad but men are providers yeah, yeah. I'm a woman in a mm-hmm. cave and I take care of the children and you provide for me well both my parents worked my dad was on Wall Street and ran several hedge funds my mom sold makeup door to door now they yeah. were both uh, very hard working very, very successful but, crossing yes, yard yes uh, ultimately the one who paid most of the mortgage in Nassau County was the one with the hedge funds. It was my father. Yeah, and his, both his Yes, my mother, who was 20 years younger than him and a thousand times hotter. Yes, she not as much toward rent. Yeah, she had a trophy career. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, that's, you know a lot of those people that were, um, the guy will make a lot of money and the woman is like a quote-unquote photographer and she yeah, takes yeah. pictures of... The stuffy ball. Cotton balls. Like, you know, yeah. like, just something yeah, totally yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like that's what she's used to and she she kind of wants to with with gold digging. She wants to eat her cake and then still act like she has a job. And so <laughs> I, you know, you can't do both. Just know that that's that's kind of the route you seem to be going here. Yeah. Um yeah. I think we answered that question. I think we answered yeah. that question too. <laughs> we helped her. Yes. We also answered several other questions along the way. In the, pa- the uh, pursuit of answering that question. Yes, we, we, we did. Um, next question on the Love Gurus, next people. Question. If you have a question you would like to write to the Love Gurus podcast, write it to Love Gurus Podcast at, people, uh, uh, at yahoo.com. People give us your <laughs> questions because we want to hear from you. Uh, next question. Does my boyfriend still love his ex? He's still married to her after seven years split and talks about her a bit and wants me to be around her. He's still married to her? <laughs> yeah. You believe a lot of these cheating dogs out there? Well, well, they'll they'll sit there and step out on a woman for their own wife and kids, and that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Where have all the good men gone? Uh, they they have children together and are civil for the children, but I feel a bit over friendly. He went. He gets on with her uh, with her partner, and I get on with them both. But when they look at each other, their eyes seem to lock, and they seem to light up around each other. I I'll feel bet like even this I'm guy, sharing him. Even this guy didn't have the nerve to text his ex that he's still married to <laughs> while laying, you know, laying while naked lying with yeah. his mistress. You know, you don't even text your wife while you're laying naked with your mistress. Even that is rude. Yeah. So she, yeah. So he was, waits until she's in the shower like a normal a, guy, like uh, a gentleman. Right. Yeah. Hey, there it is. Like a good governor. Right. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so, so her question is, does, does my boyfriend still love his ex? The thing that just blows my mind about this is, is yeah, the fact that they never got divorced. That they have been split yeah. for seven years. Because yeah. yeah. how do they do their taxes? How, who are they living with? Like, I, you know, it's one thing, it, I think it's, you know, if, if you um, are dating someone who's like going through a divorce or separate, you know, on that path. But then for seven years to go by, yeah, and it doesn't sound it's, like it's a messy yeah. divorce where they're continually exactly. like. Well, they just going, didn't you know, get around to it. And yeah. sometimes yeah, you do it for health insurance, it. especially once kids are involved and yeah. oh, school yeah, districts are involved. Yeah. And like, I get it for a little while, but it's one of those things to where it's like after it's kind of. It's kind of like that verse question to where it's like texting the ex after two weeks, fine. After four years, what the fuck, you yeah. know? And this is after seven years, dude. What are you doing? You either, like, and I would say 
you, I mean, she's, if anything, is making it too much about her to where it's like, oh, no, this guy should go back to his family. <laughs> he clearly, <laughs> he loves his family more than me. What a dick, you know? Like, yeah, okay, they, then they great. Have, kids, have them stay kids. with the, yeah, they I had kids. Her. They had kids. They're married, they so kids. it's like, yeah. Yeah, they, they have kids, and and so it's the girlfriend writing in the question, but the ex-wife also has a, a boyfriend now. Or a partner. So part of me is like, well, shit, I mean, if he has a whole other life and kids and stuff, that's going to be part of the conversations on a a week-to-week basis. Part of the conversation, sure. But, um, you know, dominating every second of it and the fact that they're still married after seven years. Not seven months, seven years. You know, I don't care that she's got another boyfriend. Like, you need to have a serious talk with this fucking guy to where it's like, look, if if you want to go back with your ex, I get it. You not only were married to her, but are married to her after seven years of not being with her. There's something going on. You have kids together. Um, I want the best for your kids. Statistically, kids turn out better if you have two parents in the fucking situation, like living together, not I see one of it. Like, look, I, I came from a home where my, you know, I saw my mom once every other weekend and I, I live in a basement at 36. Okay, so like, look, unless you want your kids to turn out like me. But that has more to do with Manhattan's outrageous real estate prices. That's true. That's not true. your upbringing. That's true. Don't, That's true. Yeah. Don't, uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't shortchange yourself in that argument. It is, it is, yes, <laughs> yes, it is, it is, it is my, my upbringing and Manhattan's real estate, uh, like, 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 like a perfect hurricane, yeah. you know what I mean? Colliding to that, make, you know, yeah, it's, it, it, compromises again, are made to live here. Yes. We need you know. to use this platform to really address the housing crisis in New York City. Right, right. And you know what? I have a washer and dryer next to my stove. Now, people that don't live in New York are sitting there going, what a fucking animal. He lives in a basement where his washer and dryer is next to his stove. People in New York is like, how the fuck did he get a washer so and dryer? Is, is he, is he a Rockefeller? What? the fuck happened you know what i mean like is is he a gold digger did he bang roseanne what what happened to have a a full-size stove in new york city is a status symbol yes yes it's nice look at the size of that skillet it's got cast iron great such a big skillet i have i have thick 12 inch skillet yeah it's black thick (laughs) big (laughs) thick black 12 inch skillet on top of all the the instruments here are black Uh uh-huh yeah cast iron all thick Cast iron. Um, yeah, so they put I, A's at the end of their words. <laughs> yeah, so this, you know, this this woman, uh, she would love to live in this basement. I, I definitely feel she just needs to live somewhere else other than with her boyfriend. I mean, my answer to her question is, yeah, he does still love his ex, and you are, I mean, you're the side bitch. Like you are 100% the side bitch, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's the thing is like, there's a lot of relationships where. Someone's a side hustle, and they're yeah. And that it's it's such a long term side hustle. This is she's not a side piece. She's a side mantelpiece. I mean, she yeah. really is. is she's, she's like a side yeah. dusty clock. Yeah, yeah. She, she yeah. Does she really want to change things though? Um, or is she I, just going at seven years? Do I need to change anything? What I think is that I think that she's getting like she's getting to like maybe close to her forties or something, or where she's like. If I'm gonna have my own family or something, like something right. needs to happen. Yeah, you know? my husband right. needs yeah, to get a divorce from his ex-wife. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, or yeah. current wife, which is so. It's like she she needs to have this conversation with him. That being said, I I'm guessing it's already been had. It's it's just that this guy, for whatever fucking reason, managed to convince her um, with. Just, just crazy logic. This guy, if if he's not a lawyer, that's a waste of talent. Okay, he could he could talk 
He could mm. he could talk Kevin Spacey back into his role on House of Cards. This fucking guy. <laughs> he could get all charges dropped for anybody. I, yeah. I mean, you know, and it, 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 he will have the internet apologizing to Harvey Weinstein if he got up in front of that fucking jury. You know, it would be like he did. So what about all the women directors? He's a hero. He would really. The glove didn't fit. The glove didn't fit. He could crush it. He is convincing as hell. He has convinced this woman who for I, I get that all the people that write in are dumb. I understand that, but she seems like the least dumb one to write in this week. So she wins that award, and he convinced the least dumb one to write into the show that this is somehow um, healthy or normal in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. The other thing I don't understand about this question, or why you would still stay married, is because, you know, if you... So let's say that you eventually do get divorced. I mean, and and you're presumably growing your savings or whatever. I mean, she's just, you know, that's just going to get split. Like, why would you not get divorced if, if at the very least to, like, protect your money? Or maybe, I mean, I don't know. But these, I guess these guys don't really sound like they're... Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It, it, it seems so weird. It, it is yeah, odd. She left because, a lot of information out. She left a lot of information yeah. out. And I'm, all, I'm a fan of the brevity. But, but right. she left out a lot of critical details here. She did, and I again... I think that there's, yeah, there's one detail that if she told us, we'd all go, oh! Yeah. There it is, the aha. Yeah. Right, and, you know, and that goes back to the, this is the pro-them propaganda. Usually when they leave it out, it's it's for very convenient reasons, especially for somebody like this who I, I will say based off of that... Um, that 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 question, she seemed like she has it together mentally more than anyone else in these questions, and it's still there's there's something there. There's something there to where it's like, oh, this guy clearly needs to still be with her, and or or it's just like, yeah, he's obviously so in love with her that it doesn't matter. It's probably a combination of the both, mm. because the fact that she has another boyfriend too. It would just be a weird coincidence if there was these two suckers going, seven years, huh? I guess it's not a full decade to still be married after you're broke up. That doesn't sound too fucking weird. Like, no, it is that fucking weird. It is that fucking weird. And you're out of your mind if you're going to put up with that. And so you, you need to just tell it, look, it's been too goddamn long for that. Just like the first one. It's like if you're going to text your ex after four months, what? I mean, it's annoying, but what? I, I get it. Wean yourself off of that bullshit, but I get it. Um, if you're doing it after four years, that's a, that's a fucking deal breaker. You know, that's married after seven years, that's a deal breaker. Now, if they've only been together, her and this guy, I mean, you the lady writing a question and the guy, now if they've only been together for two weeks, it's a little bit different because it's like, well, they, it could have been mm, one of those on and off That's actually a good things. point. Maybe they have, yeah, maybe they've been separated for seven years, but she's, yeah, she's only been dating this dude for a couple weeks. Right. If, if, if she's new to the picture, it's like, then, yeah, maybe they, her, like, the, the boyfriend and his ex-wife were, like, you, you know, on and off during that seven yeah. years. Because that, right, that makes a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. On and, and And if you just came around and it's like, okay, well, you've only been with him for a few months or something. And, and this is, like, a seven-year-old deal. But it's not like, uh, oh, we've been apart for seven years. Yeah, maybe you weren't living together for that seven years, but you were still sort of... You know, you you were with each other exclusively, just not on the same roof. And mm. sometimes marriages happen that way. You know what I mean? Afterwards, it's like you're you're kind of seeing each other for a while and kind of not. It it sounds like this might be one of those kind of situations. If if I had to if I had to bet after seven years, there's no other really really reason that would explain it to me on why you would still be together. I get conveniences for school districts, tax stuff, that kind of thing. I, after almost a decade. 
you could find a way around that stuff if you were both in any in other relationship. If, if nothing else, for the fact that you're tired of having this conversation again and again and again after seven. I mean, you know, wouldn't that alone be like, all right, fuck the tax stuff, fuck the insurance stuff. We're gonna figure out a way around it. Me and you are gonna get together over the weekend. We're just gonna do line after line of coke, and we're gonna figure out a way to do this. We're just gonna do cocaine off of our tax yeah, documents, that, and we're gonna fucking figure out a way to do this. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I mean, it is daunting, but I mean, it can't be that. It's not that hard to get divorced. I mean, it's like people no. do it every day. There's whole industries built around it. Yeah, I mean, you can you you can get one for three hundred and ninety nine dollars. I saw it on the billboard on the way over here. Yeah, Northern, yeah. Northern Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> I I got myself ordained online to give weddings for fifty dollars. Oh. You, you know, back in like uh, I got myself ordained online to give divorces for twenty dollars. And so, so even easier. Was, I so wish it was like that that you could get uh, ordained to do weddings or divorces. Yeah. It's like yeah. an extra like five dollars. Check the box <laughs> to pay an extra five dollars to be able to break up you, any marriage. You, you yeah. just you just say every, actually they, they that that is how the law should be. Whoever married you, if they just said everything they said during your ceremony yeah. in reverse and, and and you start yeah. the ceremony holding sounded hands, all Norwegian and, and shit the ceremony. like a Beatle record play background I now pronounce you divorced yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you start oh. by dancing and then you end with you formality yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. and it's oh I mean that would you just, end up in church yeah I would just yeah. I would love that I would love to go to an unwedding I <laughs> dude I want to get ordained to do both so that at the altar if I'm if I'm marrying one of these trashy people like this lady here writing this question and this fucking guy I can stand there at the altar and be like I now pronounce this guy divorced and now that he's divorced in the eyes of God and the state of New York he is now married to her you know what I mean? I, I want to annul a guy's wedding and then fucking marry him at the altar. I'm that would say be this, shit. and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to shame anybody, and I don't know what these people look like. Dude, shame them. They're the when, question when, right. When, I just when the, conver- her. when the question starts, I just called her and the other kind of people assume, involved trashy. Bro, I was kind of just write all like the coattails of me. I just people. We live in New York. There's a lot of good-looking people here. Yeah. But then as I as I, as we suss through the question, I started thinking to myself, what if they were really, really ugly? What if they're just, like, so ugly, like... Hideous, like troll yeah. people, like live in the trees, live under the bridges, just fucking ugly ass people. And then you go seven years together, can't file a divorce. You go, well, that makes sense. Look at how ugly they are. Sure. You just think to yourself, well, that's fine. They're so ugly, they just like things just don't, just don't. See, I don't think they don't think about things the same way. Not ugly people. You, you think it's just yeah. one of those things where it's like, well, I'll never find some men to yeah. fucking yeah. get naked next to this again. What if they were <laughs> that scares, fucking ugly? That yeah. is one. I, I disagree with you. And the reason why <laughs> is because there is one mystery in the universe, and it's some. There are certain people who are horribly attractive and have horrible personalities. Yet they're always in a relationship, and they yeah. always seem like they, it's like they break up and they find another boyfriend. You know, it's and they just are always capable of finding yeah. a relationship. And I think that these people are that. So it's yeah. So I just so maybe they are ugly, or you know, again, but but if they are, they're the kind of ugly people that just somehow always find a significant other. Love is always in their favor. Mm. Some of the best relationships I've ever had were with women who, like me, were also ugly and had deep character flaws. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade that for the... I, well, I'd trade yeah. it for, you know, $10, $20. I'm a degenerate, you know what I mean? But that's what, you know, so were they. So were they. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean... And it sounds like she found one of those guys. And I think, I mean, and again, how refreshing if you have a relationship in your life that you can put a dollar value on because yes. then if you're in a right. convenience store and someone holds a gun 
you're going to be like, just give me the 20. You don't have to save for very long, right? I mean, that's the challenge yeah. you're going to do. Just like yeah. for a week, you know? I, I really do feel like this is one of the most wholesome and beautiful ways we've ever uh, ended a podcast. You, madam, <laughs> are an ugly, horrible person who has found another guy who's as ugly and as horrible as you. I'd put a 20 on you. it. I would put and a 20 you know, on it. Yeah, he may think he's got something good with his ex. She wasn't as ugly and as horrible as him. You are! You're his dirty little rock. Yeah. Be his dirty little rock and rock his dirty little cock. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's what I say. That's what I say. You struck gold. Well, not gold, but oil without the fake ability. Gold, fake gold. Oil, gold but plated. Without, without the ability to right. run trains and stuff. You know what I mean? Just dirty, mucky, uh, makes, you, makes you gross, still flammable, so you burn yourself. You know what I mean? You struck that yeah. in the ground. But that's what you are as a person, madam, as a person. <laughs> You're you're a dirty little uh, mud sucker. Yeah, keep, keep writing in though. <laughs> but keep so writing. is this guy. Keep keep writing in and keep let writing. us know how it goes. Until next time, thank you, Jonathan Ziegel, for Woo! being on the show. Yay. Me thank and guys. Suzanne are going to be back next week. Listeners, drink some Castle Garcia and some Route One. Until next week, later. <laughs>